I think the first step is usually closing yourself off because you feel like it's too painful and you feel like the one thing that'll make it go away is if you close yourself off. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast where we talk about exactly that every single week. Real life, which means some episodes might be about a fight we just had, some episodes might be about potty training since we have two toddlers, and some might be about eschatological realism because I love thinking and talking about deep theological things. And maybe we'll talk about all three of those in one episode. But we hope the show feels like hanging out in our living room with us, drinking a cup of coffee as we discuss faith and family and culture and Jesus. Me and my lovely wife, Alyssa, are your hosts, and don't hesitate to hit us up or reach out on social media to say hi or comment on this week's episode. Enjoy. What's up, guys? I'm Jeff. I'm Alyssa. And welcome back to the Real Life Podcast, where we talk about faith, culture, and answer your questions. Drum roll, please. This is a special episode. Why is this a special episode? Because I think of every single topic that we <laughs> talk about on this podcast, and not in like a prideful way. It's just like Alyssa usually like wants me to, she just says like, you just, pick it and I'll show up because I, I got to take up. care of baby and the kids and all that stuff and do yeah. some stuff. So like, you just tell me what to talk about and we'll talk about it. So I do. But guess what guys, two seconds before we started saying hello on this podcast and five minutes before she started having that cough attack, sorry, she said, I want to take this one, but she said, I'm going to surprise you. So I don't know what we're about to talk about guys. We're, we're going to do okay. it live. We're going to do it live. And Bill O'Reilly. And Bill truly, O'Reilly. That, that, if anyone knows that meme, they do. I, I think I've done that like five times on the podcast, but we're going to do it live. That's like the best. Don't watch that, by the way, if you don't like swear words. And like, just oh, yeah, don't, don't watch it. Don't watch it. It's don't bad. Watch it. But if you've accidentally watched it already, laugh with me what I just said there, because you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we're going to do it live. <laughs> okay, what were you going to say, though? Surprise me. We're doing okay. it live. Surprise okay, me. Okay, I don't have a whole lot. This will just be off the cuff because I just thought of the topic, but. I was listening to um, Behind the Scenes podcast with Audrey and Jeremy Roloff. Hard, hold on, hold on. Friends. Harder plug right there. Harder plug right there. Amazing <laughs> podcast. You need to go download it right now. You need to go listen to it. There was this. Amazing there was book. these. There was these two oh. people that interviewed named Jefferson and Alyssa Bethke. I think. Except that was that's a, not the podcast I was listening to. Oh, yeah, sad. but we were on it last week. No, yeah, really seriously sad. though, guys, Jeremy and Audrey—they're amazing friends, awesome people. Behind the Scenes podcast is an amazing podcast. Just wanted to make sure it got all the glory that it needs. So yes, ahead. but they had interviewed John Mark Comer, um, our favorite, my favorite pastor from Portland a few weeks ago about marriage. And one of the questions that, okay, I'm going to kind of get to it, but one of the questions they had asked kind of was like, you know, he had a kind of a struggle in his marriage at the beginning. And then how did they like really work through things and what brought them together and like healed things. And he made this comment that just blew me away. And it, he said, and I won't get it right. Just go listen to the podcast. It's literally the best podcast, I've, best message I've ever heard on marriage. My so whole if you're, life. whenever you're listening to this, uh, this is May 2nd that we're recording this. And it probably was like a month ago, probably in their probably, feed. Yeah. So basically go to, go to behind the scenes podcast and go back to like April just to help you it's out there. The best message I've ever heard on marriage. It doesn't matter if you're married, if you're single, if you're divorced, you need to listen to it. But he basically said pain is what brought them really close together. And I feel like that just really struck a chord. And I, so the topic I want to talk about this week is how pain can be beautiful. And it actually is what gives us, um, I don't know what we can actually like learn to give praise for pain Mm -hmm. and then how pain really draws us close together to people. And I was thinking about that. That's so true in marriage. Like pain is what really 
has brought Jeff and I joys to, and of course, and victories and celebrations. But those pain moments are what like really melts us together. I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, but I think about that too with my... <laughs> Thanks, I'll, I'll try to give it to you. <laughs> I think about that too with my friends. When I think about my really, really close friends who I just like am so thankful for. They feel like soul sisters, but just like truly these are the friends that the Lord has given me and I hold them really deep in my heart. And it's through, it's, we've gotten so close because we've had those moments of walking through pain together. Like whether it's been anxiety, depression issues, or, um, you know, hard relationship issues, marriage issues, grief, miscarriages, like those moments that they have entered into that, that's when we become so close. And I think sometimes pain can show you who your true friends are. I think when you go through really hard seasons, um, the way that people step into it or pursue you in it or let you grieve in it, make you feel really safe and um, it kind of just shows you who your who your true friends are, but also who you want to be in your life, mm. like as your your core people, just how they like walk through it with you, that they feel it with you, they empathize with you, they're praying praying with it for you, they totally get it, they're faithful, they're patient with you, they don't just not recognize it or not acknowledge it or do it one time and then forget about it. It's like the people that walk through pain with you. I feel like those are the people that are like your people for life. And I wish, I feel like there's not the words to properly say how deep they go in your heart. But Mm -hmm. I just think of that verse, I think it's Philippians 1, 4, where Paul's talking to the church and he's like, I hold you in my heart. And I feel like that's how I feel about the people that I've walked through pain with. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then I think on another level that with the Lord, like I, I hate pain. I hate trials. I hate hard times, but it's in those times when I look back on my life in those times, those have been the sweetest because it's like, the Lord, it's me and the Lord. And that's when I've gotten to know the Lord in the most intimate ways and have really, my faith has been strengthened so much. And all those verses about, you know, give thanks for the various trials you're in because it produces endurance and character and steadfastness and hope. It's like, it's like we're being refined by fire and what comes out is this pure beauty, not only as us being sanctified, but in our relationship with the Lord um, with each other. And so I just wanted to like have that conversation with you, what you think about that and how pain really does. Nobody likes pain, but if we allow it to, cause I think we can resist it and let it be bitter or put up walls or isolate us. But if we allow it to let God in and do the beautiful work, I think it can really create beauty mm. and really intimacy yeah. And we can truly give thanks for it because of the um, fruit that it produces. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I think that's so true. I think, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard because I think it can actually go both ways. I think how you engage with a painful situation or a trial can actually grow you closer to someone or to the Lord or make you go away from them. 
Totally. You know? Yes. And so that usually tends to... I was thinking to, the one way, but yes, yeah, but it, I, totally. If, you have a, if you're bitter or resentful... Well, it's usually, I think, I don't think you're bitter hard. or resentful. I think you're usually, you close yourself off yes, from the pain, right. mm-hmm. which then creates all those... <clears throat> guys, I, I got struggle in the throats right Do now. Hold on. you just take a moment? Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't think bitterness or hardening or, you know, resentment is even what makes you more distant or say no to that what the p- good process that pain can do i think the first step is usually closing yourself off because you feel like it's too painful and you feel That's like the so one true. thing that'll make it go away is if you close yourself off yeah, and then you close right, yourself right. off and that creates bitterness resentment and like that that becomes the those become symptoms and that's that tends to be a lie i think most people would say this that when you it's a, it's a defense mechanism, right? Like you yeah. want to, you, you, we are, there is a part of us which is wired um, to protect ourselves, self, self-preservation. Mm-hmm. And one of those ways is to protect ourselves from pain, trials, hardships, things that are really, really difficult. And one of the ways we do that is by kind of like trying to close the gate. Don't let any more in. But the lie is that that's going to help us when mo- when most of us know who've done that before. It hurts you. It goes worse. You go yep. into isolation. It hardens your heart. You start to just be distant from the Lord and friends and people and things. Um, <clears throat> and I think if I know a couple even marriages where maybe like, you know, s- the most traumatic thing you can even think of in the sense of like a child dying or something. Right. And I've seen that. I've seen that in the worst way, make the marriage blow up. Like, because it's really difficult to walk through, but I've also seen, you know, a select few where not in the sense of like, uh, where like no one wishes that it happened, but it, but the pain was so searing and they walked through it so faithfully that it brought them closer together, mm-hmm. like you said. Yeah. So like it can kind of go both ways. Um, <clears throat> and sometimes it only takes, the hard part is too, if you're listening and you're in like a friendship or a marriage or any type of relationship where it's like you are leaning into the pain, but relationships take two people. So then if the other person closes off, that's, that's really true. difficult because then you feel like it yeah. doesn't like they, one person can kind of dictate the two. Mm. And that kind of is sometimes hard when you feel like the what thing that they choose, they're closing off isn't what you want, but it creates kind of the future that they created with the distancing or with the closing off. So that's sometimes hard, but I agree. So that that's just like those a little really that's a little points. caveat. I wasn't even about those. No, that's a little caveat and a precursor, but then I think the rest of the episode I think is more what you're saying is there is an encouragement and the main point we're trying to make and what Alyssa is saying is let it actually like let yourself be open to it because mm-hmm. it actually is a gift. It is yeah. a gift that can help you, that can encourage you, that can lift you up, that can grow you. I mean, I think I forgot what the quote is. I put it in Jesus Great in Religion. So if you've <laughs> have that by you, look it up. It's like I wrote it like 7 years ago now at this point. But there was a quote in like chapter six or seven from this lady. I forget something like something to the extent of like beautiful people don't just happen. And then she goes on to say that beautiful people happen via pain. Mm -hmm. The most the most the people that have gone through the absolute worst case scenarios and situations in their lives tend to be the people that are just those radiant, unbelievably Mm -hmm. anchored and centered and almost otherworldly people. So true. There is a connect. There's a weird connection there. Yeah. Right. Because they've walked through something that just has humbled them, refined them, shaped them. Um, and they did it well. Because like I said, if you don't do it well, it doesn't turn into that. But it does if you let it. It's a gift if you let it. It's almost like how you receive it makes it a blessing or a curse. It's so true. Yeah. Pain can curse mm-hmm. you, for lack of a better term, or it can bless you. Yeah. And so I think that's interesting too, because I think a lot of times we think that if God loves us, he would give us no pain. And if he doesn't love us, then we get pain. Like he must not love us when it's not about if he gives you pain or not, it's about, it is going to happen. 
How do, yeah. he, his gift is that he can take you how you receive it. What, what dictates your future is how you receive it. Is that he's with you in it. Yeah. He doesn't leave you alone in it. That yeah. his, I think sometimes we can get so fearful of the future. What if, or what if this happens? But it's because we're f- taking out of the equation that God's love doesn't change for us in that moment. So just as he loves us right now, just as he's with us right now, he will be with us in that moment. He will love us in that moment. And he will give us the strength to endure that moment and come even closer, which is like the sweetest thing. And it's hard to even talk about it for me because I can easily get so fearful in my mind. Like, oh, I'd want this to happen or this to happen. But then when you think of the gift of how it brings you so much closer to the Lord, then it's like, it really is a gift. Yes, totally, totally. So, and what I would say is I feel like, um, yeah, so then how do you feel then like you, when when it's just wherever the spectrum, a big thing or just a small kind of micro pains in the sense of just like a, you know, small thing with a friendship or just a thing you read or just how your day feels, how do you then walk through that to make sure you're receiving it well? I don't know. Wait, you answer it. You answer it. <laughs> I don't under... How do you receive the gift? Instead well, not of like, very well. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I was going to say. I think even if we know pain is a gift, I think it's natural and good to let it take a while to get to that. To be able to... It's not going to be like, oh, this horrible thing happened and like, oh, thank you, Jesus. It's like, I think we can get mad. We can get angry. We can grieve. We can be really sad. We can... But as long as we're doing all that at the feet of Jesus, then that's when he comes close and that's when he refines and that's when he gives us hope. Um, But I don't think it's just a natural like, oh, this is going to, I don't mean, maybe it's just me. I don't naturally think, oh, yay, I'm going to be more like Jesus because of this. Like I, I think it's good to go through those heart issue, heart, heartness, whatever you call that to um and i think the lord wants us to do that as long Mm -hmm. as it's at his feet yeah one i feel like one thing too that we always forget is like guys if you're a follower of jesus you have the prototype of how to walk through everything in life and that's in jesus's life himself the death and the resurrection like the death and resurrection of jesus is how life works well you need to let it die so it can resurrect right? You need to like willingly surrender, like Jesus surrendered himself to the cross, right? He willingly put himself there, even though obviously it looked like at some level, the Romans and the religious authorities killed him. He says, I'm not, you guys aren't taking this from me. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm giving my life up. It was his choice. He was willing. He surrendered his life, right? And through that, he was fully taken and like taken away and defeated and he was fully drained and his life went out from him in that surrender in that full surrender the ultimate surrender of sacrifice and love which then kind of then went down into the grave which represents death decay right but yet because of the power of god he says because of the faith of that surrender i'm going to resurrect you right i'm going to resurrect into new life new creation the tomb the tomb's tomb's going to be empty the stone's going to be rolled away there's new life there's new creation there's a new way to do things and you can come out completely different and like what jesus says like unless a seed right <clears throat> or a grain of wheat can fall into the unless it can die and fall into the ground then it can't bear any fruit like it actually has to do that to do its job mm. it has to do that Right. And a lot of us, I think we kind of go kicking and screaming yeah. and like Jesus didn't go kicking and screaming. He surrendered. Mm. And so I think a lot of us just have to really 
ask ourselves, like, he can be trusted with our pain. He can yeah. be trusted with our hard parts. He can be trusted with the difficulty. He can be trusted with um, anything we're going through that feels like a burden that might crush us. And it might, but there's resurrection, but there's another, but there's Sunday, but there's hope, but there's new life. That's so good. You know? I don't yeah. know, what would you say to that? Keep preaching in my heart. Keep going, babe. Give it. <laughs> no, no, what would you? What, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think that's so good. I don't know if I have anything to add. <laughs> this will be our I first fifteen-minute really... podcast. Oh, sorry, guys. I know. It's, I guess I failed in that. But no, um... you did good. People, hey, fifteen minutes of you I is think... way more quality than thirty minutes of me. You dominate. Man. No, I think the thing is, there's Jenny's ice cream waiting for us in the ah! freezer. Yeah, guys. It's literally all I can think about right now. So My if, tummy is growling. If you guys don't know Jenny's ice cream, it's mainly in Nashville, but I think started in like in Ohio or something like but that. But do they sell it at Whole Foods now? Yeah, yeah. It's like a Nashville, but I mean like it's like a, a storefront. Yes. And it's yes. like, and it's, it is the best uh, ice cream in the world. I literally, I it is amazing and incredible, it. but they ship it on dry ice uh, to like for special occasions and our friends knew we loved it and they shipped it to us. And usually when like, we've had that happen a couple times before from other people and other friends, Usually it's like uh, one pint or three pints. Which is they still sh- amazing. Amazing. They shipped us seven pints and I literally almost <laughs> fell out of my chair and I just said, did, I, did the Lord just second come? Like, was oh, this the second coming? It did was he just, so yeah. good. It was amazing. I mean, we haven't had it yet, but I, I've like almost cried. So all that to say, we're going, yeah, well, that's, that's what we will, we will be washing away our pain yeah. with Jenny's. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me, I'm gonna get focused though no but i think what you're saying is so good that i think it's both i think you can go through all the feelings and the doubt and the pain and the anger while you're surrendering and sometimes i think we can't just i think in the christian culture it's like we hear this phrase like all my life surrender lord surrender the lord which actually haven't really used that very often and i should because it's actually really good but and so then i felt growing up like if i surrender then i can't actually feel those feelings mm. like i had to suppress it yeah that's Instead not the same of, thing it's not the same thing where i think it's both you're actually think, surrendering them you're actually kind of saying like i think it's you, out in the open yes i'm opening my hands to these feelings it's yes and it's like i'm doubting this and i feel like it's so what david did through all the psalms like this is my pain this is what's going on like i'm upset about this do this like i don't get this but then remembering oh but you're lord and i trust you and you're good and i love what you said about we can trust the Lord with our pain. And so you can surrender it to him. And I think that whole surrender is a trust then. Like you can trust him with your heart in it. That you can trust that he sees your heart is breaking. He can trust that you, he can, you can, he's a safe place to ask all the questions. Like, Lord, I don't understand this. And not that he'll answer all the questions. I think there's still mystery in the Lord that we won't fully understand until heaven. But I think he somehow meets us in our questions and uh, maybe doesn't answer them, but yeah. um, what do you call that? Meets us with his presence in a way that satisfies us where mm-hmm. we don't need the answer to the question. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, a lot of us think we buy the lie that the answer will satisfy. Yes. A lot of us, if God yes. does give us the actual theological answer, still have, we'd still be in pain. Yeah. It's like a weird lie that we believe that like if I can just have my theology and brain and logic all wrapped up in or a bow God, and like tightened why up. why did this happen? Yeah, Let me like know. the why, yeah. yeah. But it's like, that's not actually going to solve anything. And most people don't ever think twice, take two seconds to realize like how true that obviously is, mm-hmm. right? What does satisfy is a presence. What does satisfy, like you said, is the love and the anchoring. Um, the why, The why doesn't satisfy. It can help sometimes for sure. Yeah. But it doesn't satisfy. 
And so then bringing it back to relationships, I think it is so important then to learn to be a person who allows people to be in pain Mm. where you don't feel like you have to fix it all the time. You don't feel like you have to give them the right answer. You don't have to give them the Christian cliche thing, but you can sit in the pain with them. Yeah, And I think that is the biggest gift that you can give someone that's walking through pain, that you can just sit there and cry with them and say, I'm so sorry, that is so hard. And just pray with them or cry with them or get away with them. Like I feel like if you're married, like just get away with them and cry together. Um, And I think that's such a gift that you give in a friendship and a lot of us don't know how to do that. And so sometimes then it can make a friendship not be as strong Mm -hmm. because when you're in pain, you need somebody to... You need people that just walk it with you. And I feel like that's exactly what Jesus does. It's not like he's like, gives you a pat on your back and like, oh, I'm so sorry. How about that game on Friday? You know, yeah, like totally. he, and so I think the gift of just sitting with people and saying something like, not that you have to answer it, but just, I'm really sorry, or that's so hard or whatever. I think that brings, um, friends together yeah. to become real close friends yeah, or trustworthy friends. Yeah. One, one last thing I'll say, um, and then we can end a few minutes early just because I think what you said is so good. I want people to have that as their final thought is what you said was surrender and it not meaning that you don't be honest or don't be, it's actually, you can't surrender something until you're honest. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, right? Yeah. Like when you go to some type of, you know, when you check into prison or something, not like I know, but I'm just saying when you, they, they're like on <laughs> movies and stuff like that, they say, I have been arrested once. Um, I'll tell that story later. Um, but if, if you like check into prison, right, on the shows or something, they say like you have to surrender your items, mm. right? Like surrender your, you know, what's in your pocket and your clothes yeah. or what you brought in or whatever when you get arrested. Um, you know, now if they said, hey, surrender your wallet, you know, before you kind of check in per se, and you go, what wallet? What wallet? Like, I don't have, I don't have a wallet. Mm. I don't have a wallet. I don't have a wallet. Well, then you can't surrender it, mm. right? Because you're being, you're being weird and you're like lying and you're like <laughs> stuffing it, right? You can only surrender something if you actually are honest and acknowledge it first. And I think that's true with all of our emotions. Like, you can't surrender your anger and like your bitterness at God until you actually say, I'm angry and bitter at God, yeah. right? Or you can't like, and that's what the Psalms are. The Psalms are just David pouring out his heart on a deep visceral emotional level so that then he can surrender it yeah. right so that then he can actually mm-hmm. open his hands so, so many good. of us are walking around with tight closed hands yeah. and just like clenching our fists which give us anxiety and anxiousness and tension rather than like opening those fists in surrender and saying i'm going yeah. to i'm going to acknowledge what's in my fist so i can actually you open a hand in you can all see the it. little moments and yes. the big moments and i'm going to also give it to him so that's so good we um i was gonna say one more thing with that yeah go ahead I just had a mom brain though moment. Mm. Oh, was it? Oh, and I think that's the thing too is like sometimes that takes time. Yes. Sometimes you can say I surrender or I trust you, Lord, or I'm really angry and bitter about this. But I think giving yourself the time too to work through that. Like Mm. um, sometimes I think it takes time to even understand what's going on in our hearts and why are we angry? Why did that set us off? Why is this so hard? And I think knowing that you can... It's not just like a moment thing or a day thing, but it may be like a little bit and yeah. like just to keep pressing in the Lord. And it's a he practice, will, really. It is a practice. Yeah. And he all the Lord just wants us to come to him. Yeah. And I think there's beauty in that and he will meet us in that. Yeah. And so like just come to him in that. 
That's so good. So yeah. we're going to end a few minutes early, guys, because I feel like that was just so kind of uh, Alyssa brought so much fire and so much density to that that I want you guys to just distill that, think on that, and let that be the encouragement for today. But I'm really excited to hear you guys' thoughts on this episode. So let us know. Share the episode. Send it to someone who might hopefully be encouraged who's walking through a tough time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're also uh, excited to hear what you think. So hope it encouraged you, and we love you guys. Take care. Bye.